The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 20th edition, and hope everybody had a good Monday, ready for your Tuesday action, 15-game slate, and yeah, pitching ugly. Before we get into that, let's take a quick look at the weather for the day. We avoided all these storms last night in Baltimore, between Cleveland and Baltimore, Weather looks very favorable to hitting once again. Angels, Yankees, wind blowing out hard to center field. Um, Nats, Marlins, if the roof is open, blowing in hard from the center. Good hitting uh, weather when it comes to temperature, but the wind blowing in kind of offsets it. Giants, Braves, heavy, heavy chances of thunderstorms and rain. Keep an eye on that one. Very humid. Good hitting environment if they play, but with the rain chances, that could be interesting. Padres, Cubs, slight chances of rain, wind blowing in from right field lightly. Blue Jays, Rangers, hot, 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 good hitting environment. White Sox, Twins, not bad. As we move on, good hitting environment in Kansas City between the Red Sox and the Royals. And I think we're pretty clear, wind blowing out the center in Oakland and Houston and the A's. Mariners can close the roof, it's not that bad there though. Yeah, other than that, we're not too bad, so... Uh, Giants, Braves, your biggest rain concern. Not too many windy situations. All in all, not a bad night, folks. Not bad. Let's kick it off with your pitching. Like I said, bad. Bad night of pitching. We're going to make this as short and sweet as possible. Real quick, this is, let me tell you your totals. This will sum it up for you. Indians, Orioles, 10.5. Cardinals, Phillies, 9. Angels, Yankees, 9.5. Reds, Rays, 9. Nationals, Marlins, 9. Giants, Braves, 9. Pirates, Brewers, 9.5. Waiting on Padres, Cubs. Jays, Rangers, 10.5. Sox, Twins, 9.5. Sox, Royals, 8. D-backs, Rockies, 11. Yeah, Coors is 11, but we have two 10.5s in the mix. Astros, A's, 9. Tigers, Mariners, 9. Mets, Dodgers, 8.5. It's just, that's just crazy. Crazy stuff, people. Okay, you're pitching. Top pitcher on the slate by far. Far. Should be owned in a lot of places. Chris Sale, $13,200. Uh, 
Yep. I shouldn't have to say too much here, folks. The Royal Strike got 18.5% of the time. Chris Sale's swinging strike rate of 16.1% is banana lands. Um, barely walks anybody. When it comes to the last 30 days, he's fifth best in your barrel FIP leader board. Giving up 2.86% barrels, striking out 29.29% of the batters he faces, walking 3.5% of the batters he faces. He's had a little downfall, but uh, overall, the last about year and a half, striking out over 35% of the batters he faces, hard contact rate of 28.3%. The Royals have hit a little better of late, but he's in Kauffman Stadium. Great pitchers, ballpark. Um, the Orioles do know him from the past. There's no hiding that fact. That's a sneaky angle if you want to go that route. Um, there's just pitching's dog dog crap. And if you if what I you listen to what I talked about yesterday, even though Kershaw gave up runs, he struck out ten, still got you almost twenty three points. Uh, Lester wasn't great, still got you about twenty. Kluber was awesome. He pitched phenomenal, but just those twenty plus points on a night where even pitching last night was not great was huge. So tonight. When pitching's as bad as it is, if Kershaw gets you 20-plus, you're sitting in a very, very happy place. So, um, it's a steep tag, and it's far and away the highest price on the board. But yeah, I'll be going there, and I will be going there often. And I just pulled it up quickly, and yeah, Hosmer, 18 for 49, lifetime with three homers. Kane, 18 for 52, lifetime with three homers. Merrifield's five for fifteen. Escobar's thirteen for uh, or twenty three for sixty eight with a homer. Salvi Perez seventeen for fifty seven with a homer. Gordon fifteen for uh, fifty nine. So you got most guys are three hundred or better against him. So yeah, there is history here, good history, decent history. But uh, Chris Sale is pitching better than almost anybody in baseball right now. So Chris Sale, we will be going to the dance with Mister Sale. Averaging almost 30 DraftKings points per start. And he'll be starting on most of my lineups tonight. Michael Pinata is number two on your slate at 10-6. At home in this Los Angeles Angels Anaheim. Got beat up in Los Angeles last start out. Six innings, 10 hits, five earned, two Ks. Um, he's got roughed up every other start. Those are both road starts. His last two home starts against Boston, seven innings, four hits. No earned, eight Ks. Oakland, six innings, three earned, or two earned. 5Ks, 19.9. Been pitching really well at home. Kansas City, 22.1. Houston, 18.8. Baltimore, 13.1. Been pitching pretty darn good at home this year. If you go into a splits at home, 10 earned runs in 46 innings at home compared to 22 earned runs at 31 and two-thirds on the road. 26.4 DraftKings points at home compared to 8.6 on the road. Um, the downfall... To, well, I guess it's not bad. Angel striking out almost 20% of the time now, which is better than what it used to be. You got Pineda striking out almost 24% of the batters he faces, a swinging strike rate of almost 13%, which is great. Um, the home run to fly ball is always Pineda's concern, which we talked about, but he's been giving up mainly solo shots, which is good. Hard contact rate's only 30.2%. So it's like when he gives up the hard contact, it's going over the fence. He's got a ground ball rate of almost 53%. So it's just it's funny with Pineda. He's pitching really, really well. It hits when they hit him. It seems to go a long ways. So um, I like Pineda. You got the Angels, the Troutless Angels team. that They seem to be playing well. Third lowest team total on the board. Royals are the lowest at 359, which is pretty high for a sale game, to be honest. But you got the Angels third on the board at 4.03. Lefty's hitting 332 off of, say, or off of Pineda. Righty's 320. 
they have an average WOBA of 303 and about a little above average ISO of 150 versus right-handed pitching. Uh, it's you know the Angels can surprise you. They, like I said, they have been playing a little better of late. There's no doubt about it. But uh, Pineda at 10-6 is kind of a cheaper tag than normal. Like I said, he's pitched really, really well in Yankee Stadium. People might be off of him after his last start against the Angels. And on a slate like tonight, I'm going to battle with Pineda. I'm passing on Irvin Santana. If you want to go there, knock yourself out. He might throw another gym. I have not gotten him right all year long. So the fact I'm saying don't, I'm not going to play him, that means you guys should probably play him. But uh, every time I've recommended him to you guys, he gets blown up. Every time I say don't play him, he throws a complete game shutout. So do whatever you want with him. I'll, I usually I play like 10 lineups, so I usually sprinkle like one with him just to make sure I don't get killed. But I, I can't touch him. I will have some Gio Gonzalez, $9,600 at the Miami Marlins. Gio is a, a, a guy that most people just can't pitch. I don't mind him. He is a guy that, for the most part, is consistent. He'll get blown up from time to time. He's frustrating, but the guy consistently gets it done. He has a below three ERA. Um, he gets you six plus innings in almost every start. Two run runs or less in three straight. Uh, he had three earned runs four starts ago. Five or more Ks in every start in his last four. 18 or more DraftKings points in four straight starts. Five straight starts if you want to go that far. Six to seven. The guy has been really, really good. He's going up against the Miami Marlins in Miami, who, yeah, they can hit lefties okay. We've said that. You know, Marcelo Zuna, Stanton. You got uh, Yellick's okay against them. Vore's okay against them. But uh, on this slate, it's not bad. They strike out 20% of the time versus uh, left-handed pitching. Gio Gonzalez in the last 30 days, eighth best on the barrel fit board. This is like, it's so funny the negativity Gio gets. He's pitching really, really well. Getting barreled up only 1.64% of the time. Striking out 27.05% of the batters he's faced in the last 30 days. Uh, walking 8%, that's kind of been his bugaboo. But I've, if you've listened long enough, I've recommended Gio a lot on this podcast. And he's done well for us majority of the time. And it's a lot of times when people say, don't touch Gio, he's in a bad spot. Um, and like I always say, and you guys know, blow-ups happen. But I think he's in a really good spot tonight. He's $9,600. That leaves upside on a slate like today. Tremendous upside. So Gio is in play for me at Miami at $9,600. Next up, uh, Julio Tejeron, who is a guy I can't stand, especially in SunTrust Park. But again, on this crappy slate, we go to Tejeron at 79 at home against my Giants, who the season can't end soon enough, or the trade, or they can't start making trades to give me hope for the future. One of the two. Because they are dreadful. They made R.A. Dickey look like Cy Young R.A. Dickey yesterday. And that's the only thing that scares me about this is Tehran can be so chalky it's not even funny. Um, we know how bad he's been at times this year, but we know how good Tehran can be. And he's looked pretty decent his last two starts. At Washington, 7 six, cent, uh, 6 hits, 2 earned, 3 Ks, 17.6 points. The Mets, six at home against the Mets. Six innings, four hits, one earned, three Ks, 13.3. He's not getting the strikeouts like he used to, which is the concern to me. But the one thing about that Washington and the Mets start is lefties have hit him really well this year. Those are two teams with some really powerful lefties, and he got the job done. So I'm starting to think he maybe is turning it around. I know it's still a small sample, but that's a good sign. Um, he's facing a Giants team, you know, Brandon Belt, 
Crawford, Span, those are the lefties you're really concerning yourself with. Trust me, not the biggest concern. Sure, they can run into one, but not the biggest concern. Giants strike out a little over 19% of the time versus righties. Tehran, like, like I said, his strikeout rate is only 16.3%. This is a guy that used to be a big strikeout arm, but he just doesn't have it right now. Swinging strike rate is only 8.5%. Uh, ground ball rate's okay at 37 Hard contact rate's not bad. Home run to fly balls, it's dropping, but it's still not great. Um, I just think tonight's a good night for him against the Giants. Just, I think he's going to be chalky. But tonight, tonight to use him. Lefties do hit 347, but righty's 257. Giants, like I said, pretty heavy righty lineup outside those guys I mentioned. Um, they have a 291 Woba, which is dreadful against righties and a barely average, slightly below average ISO. Really, like if Tehran gets blown up, he gets blown up. It is what it is. The Giants got their one lucky game of the week. Um, I think it's a great spot for him to get you 15-plus points. Like It's a great cash game play, and a, or a good cash game play, and a pretty good GPP play as well. Good good floor. Good floor in Tehran. Potential pretty good upside. Uh, a play I can't understand the pricing for, except for the fact that David Roberts is a complete moron. Or real quick, I just want to preface something, because I'm not going to deep dive like I... There's some days I'll give you like 20 pitchers that have potential and deep dive into them. I'm just going to swing past them. Edison Volquez has upside against the Nationals. I just, pitching against the Nationals is such a scary predicament. But if you want to roll the dice with Edison, I wouldn't go heavy. But there's upside with Volquez at home against the Nationals. Um, Sonny Gray, he's looked really, really good of late. But similar to Volquez, do you want to challenge the Astros offense? It's a gamble. It's a GPP gamble. I totally get it. Total gamble to you, $1,600. There's total upside there. If you want to, I get it. Your gamble. One I do not understand are Zach Davies as well. Interesting gamble is $6,500. Hitters ballpark. Struggles against lefties. Pirates don't have a ton of good lefties. Interesting play there too. The one I don't get is Brandon McCarthy, 6400 bucks. The guy is great. He's been a really, really, really good pitcher this year. But David Roberts is a freaking moron. He pulls him after like 85. He doesn't let him go past 90 pitches, ever. And that kills us. His last start, he was phenomenal. He didn't strike anybody out. Zero, literally zero strikeouts. He usually gets his 5 to 6 Ks. So he gets around 15 plus points. Two run runs or less, but he only goes like five innings. Sometimes six, sometimes four. Once seven once. But it's all based on pitch count. If he doesn't, if he blows his load too quick, you got nothing. So it's dicier than dicey, but the upside is tremendous with McCarthy. At sixty four hundred bucks, I will have a handful of him because you can match him with Sale and roll the dice. If he somehow, if Dave Roberts just says, "Wow, I'm gonna let him go hundred pitches," or if he manages it and gets the strikeouts, McCarthy could be in for some goody goodies. Uh, when you're talking McCarthy, the Mets strike out over 19% of the time. McCarthy over 20% strikeout rate. Uh, low walk percentage. Ground ball rate of 46%, which is outstanding. Hard contact, extremely low. lot to love about McCarthy. Um, the Mets have second lowest team total on the board at 367. Lefties hitting 280, righties 269 off McCarthy. We know the Mets have a great Woba and great ice over righties. They can hit. They shit. They crushed Kershaw yesterday. Struck out ten times. They crushed him. So McCarthy in a great spot today for that value at sixty four hundred bucks. Love him. Love him. Love him. Love him today. 
couple more low priced options because it's crazy how many below 7K pitchers there are today. That shows you how bad the pitching is, which lines up with the totals we talked about. Francis Martez, my boy. I talked about him on Around the Bases pod about a prospect in the Astros organization. I saw him live in Fresno. He's their number one pitching prospect. Made his debut last time out. Five innings, three hits, one earned, two walks, seven Ks for 23.7 points. The guy has strikeout stuff. He has really filthy stuff. It's not overpowering stuff. It's very filthy. Problem with him, like I mentioned last time, is his potential for walks. He limited it to two. That is great. We meet again today. I think he's a great, great option at 5800 bucks against an A's team that strikes out a ton. When you're talking Martez, uh, it's an A's team that strikes out almost 25% of the time. Um, really small sample size, but Martez is walking over 10%, striking out over 23%. Swinging strike rate of 13.3%. All great things. All great things. You just got to worry about the walks. Um, that's where I'll go with that. A's have a 320 Woba, above average versus righties, and an outstanding ISO of 196. They're swinging the bat really well. I was reading somewhere it's the seventh best ISO versus right-handed pitching. The A's, Oakland A's. You wonder why I keep telling you to stack them. They are really good. They just seem to do it in weird times for us. But, like, they are really, really good versus right-handed pitching. But, uh, yeah, Francis Martez at 5,800, tremendous upside. But if he starts walking, guys, we're screwed because he's going to go two or three innings and you're going to get nothing. So it'll be really interesting, but the upside is kind of like McCarthy. It's a pitch count. Except Martez, he should get 100 pitches. Let me see how many he had last time out. Because he stretched out. I know in the minors he was going 100. Um, let me see. I went 88 last time, so he's about on the same pitch count as McCarthy. So, yeah, they both went five innings their last start. They're about on the same wavelength. So... They could get the same little treatment, 6,400, 5,800 respectively. Another guy on the same trajectory, but same upside and same downside, Mike Montgomery, 5,500 bucks, Cubbies, making another spot start. He got 88 pitches his last time out, so he's about on that 90-pitch pitch count. Went five innings at the Mets. He's at home against the Padres, um, a Padres team that struggles mightily against lefties, you know, Two solo shots off Lester yesterday, but as a whole, they strike out pretty often against uh, against lefties 24.5% of the time. Montgomery strikes out 18.5% of the batters he faces. A great ground ball rate of 57.6%. Low hard contact. The, whole, the works. Really good stuff from McCarthy. Padres, um, we're still waiting on that team total. It should be pretty darn low. Lefties hitting 253, righties 300. 280 Woba versus lefties, 131 ISO for the Padres. All stuff you got to love. Montgomery's in a great spot at 5500 bucks. Really good spot. These three punt plays, McCarthy, Martez, Montgomery, we know they're risky because they're only going 90 pitches roughly. Maybe they got extended. We don't know. I have not seen a darn thing on it. No one talks. McCarthy, I highly doubt is because this has been a trend all year. Martez, Montgomery, you never know. That could be a thing. But McCarthy's been a thing all year. But those three at those price tags have tremendous upside but extreme risk. So, interesting punt plays there. And the one more punt I'll mention is Chad Cool. Really, really dicey. He's 4700 bucks, So, he's basically the price of a high-priced like outfield bat or a first baseman or third baseman. Um, so, you're hoping for a home run. So, you're hoping for you know 15 points to 20 points. Um, there's great K upside against the Brewers. Now, you're pitching in, in Milwaukee, which is a great hitting ballpark. He's horrible against lefties, though Thames, Shaw, Sogard, and company. 
but he's really, really good against righties. So it's an ultimate GPP gamble at forty seven hundred bucks. You're barely spending any money on a pitcher. Like dirt, this is as dirt cheap as you're gonna find on pitching. For a guy that if he's pitching great, there's no pitch limit. He can go seven or eight. He can go complete game if the pitch counts right. So he could also be give up nine runs in two innings and get zero Ks and have negative twenty points. So it's a massive, massive gamble. But the upside's there if he's striking guys out. So I just wanted to mention Chad Cool as an interesting guy because he's he's had flashes of greatness. I want to give you his game log real quick and then we'll move on to the bats so I don't drag on too much longer. But I just saw his price tag and I know he's been like a killer. Like last time out, he had but see even last time out eight point three points, five innings, three earning, uh, three Ks with Colorado. But like the first four innings, he pitched great and then got blown up. But twelve point five points at, at Baltimore. 11.7 against Arizona, they had one, but the 19.5 against Philly, minus 3.6, 6.5, 9.6, 8.2, minus 19.5. It's You don't know what you're going to get from Cool, but it's like the potential is there. He has that one blow-up inning, the one blow-up. It's just, it's a gamble, but 4700 bucks is just banana lands cheap if you can get it. So there you go, Chris Sale, 13-2 at Kansas City, Pineda, 10-6. Obviously, sales your top option. Then Pineda, you got Gio at 96 by himself in that tier. Teheron, 79 by himself in that tier. Um, or you can tier, you can, okay, we'll do we'll do this tier. Sales by himself. And you got Pineda, Gio, and Teheron. I go Gio, one, Pineda, two, Teheron, three in that tier. Then you got McCarthy, Martez, Montgomery, cool. I go Ma- McCarthy, Montgomery, Martez, Cool. That's my ranking below. So there's your three pitching tiers in that one. Let's break down your catchers. You got Gary Sanchez against Bridwell for the Angels. Let me get you some info on Bridwell real quick. Bridwell is coming out of the bullpen for the Angels, getting the spot start, um, taking the spot of Matty Shoemaker. It says he... He's one spot stars, one relief. He's allowed an unearned run in three and two thirds innings. So probably not going to go too deep into this ball game against the Yanks. Going to get some Angels bullpen as well. Uh, Sanchez, forty nine hundred bucks, always in play. Bridwell, right handed pitcher. Zunino went deep again last night. Guys raking. Jordan Zimmerman on the mound. Uh, reverse splits pitcher. Right, he's crushed. Mister Zimmerman, forty three hundred bucks for Zunino, who's just on fire. Finally hitting like the prospect he thought he was. Alex Villa, 42 versus Miranda. We have a better Detroit catcher to target in that one. Uh, you got Ionetta and Coors at 42. Posey, 41 versus Tehran. Contreras is starting to hit the ball for uh, Chicago. A couple RBI doubles on Sunday. Went deep yesterday. He's 4K versus Chasin. I can get behind that finally. Russell, the love muscle, is 4K against Martinez. Third base catcher eligible. Wellington Castillo, 3,900 versus Tomlin. Chris Herman, if he's getting a start for Arizona and Coors, catcher outfield eligible, 3,800 versus Marquez. It's some good Coors value. I was pissed McCann didn't get the start last night. He's 3,700 versus Gray tonight. I loved him last night. He's okay tonight. Robinson Torino's 37 versus Liriano is a really good-looking play tonight if he's in the lineup. Good play against a lefty. Tyler Flowers against Matt Moore in Atlanta is a phenomenal play at 3,700 bucks. Good power upside. In that one, Matt Wieters, 36 for Volca is not bad. Rio Muto, 36. Manny Pena, 3,500 is in play. Yadi Molina, 
let's look into Chris Jimenez, 3,200 versus Derek Holland. If he gets a start from Minnesota, I like that quite a bit. Uh, another one to look into would be uh, Jonathan Lucroy at 3,200 versus Liriano. If he gets a start, I can get behind that one. Uh, Austin Hedges is day-to-day at 3100 bucks versus Montgomery. So if he gets a start, I can get it. Tony Walters for Colorado at 3100 versus Granke if he gets a start. Didn't mention Granke because I'm just avoiding Colorado or Coors pictures tonight. But if you want to, GPP, I get it. Um... Yasmani Grandal at twenty nine hundred bucks is just ridiculously cheap. Lefties hit Gassum. Uh, let me double check that. I think I might be speaking out of school there real quick. Yeah, Gassum's a reverse splits guy. That's right. That's what I thought. But still, Grandal hits right-handed pitching extremely well. Twenty nine hundred bucks. That's got some good value with Grandal at twenty nine hundred bucks. Really, really good value there. Uh, Andrew Knapp for the Phillies against Leak at three K is not a bad look either. But, so Nap at 3K, Grandal at 29, some nice value down here. Um, here's some guys I like. If John Hicks gets to start for Detroit, first base catcher eligible versus the lefty Miranda. We know how Hicks likes hitting lefties with some thump. He's 2,700. There's another one I like coming up. Just wait. Just wait for it. Derek Norris hits lefties with a lot of power facing Amir Garrett in Tampa Bay at 2,600. Like that a ton. And there's another one coming. Still not here yet. Just wait for it. Where did they did I pass him? Ah, there he is, my man, James McCann versus lefty for Detroit, twenty four hundred bucks. So Hicks, Norris, McCann, twenty seven, twenty six, twenty four. Those are our cheap catchers. I can build lineups around them all day and not pay up. There's some good ones to pay up for if you want to. I get it, but that's some good value with some upside right there, Hicks. Uh, Norris McCann, if you don't want to pay up, if you want to pay up, no, no problem. Even Grandal at 29 is not bad. Um, some good stuff there. First base, Goldschmidt, 58 in Coors against Marquez. Yes, that's a great play. Cody Bellinger, my man, I told you, keep playing this kid. He's on fire. Went deep twice yesterday. He's 5,200 versus Selman. Anthony Rizzo has 5 for 5 leading off so far. He's 49 versus Chassin. Lefties hit Chassin extremely well to the clip of... 348. So, yeah, Rizzo's definitely in play at uh, 4,900. E5 is on fire. 4,700 versus Tillman. He is for sure in play. I said lefties crush uh, cool. Eric Thames, first base outfit eligible at 47 is a solid play tonight. Desmond and Coors at 47. Uh, Matt Davidson's all the way up to 4,600 bucks. My goodness. Justin Smoke went deep again yesterday. The guy just keeps crushing at the baseball. He's 4,600 and definitely in play. Matt, Mark Reynolds and Coors against Granke at 46. Matt Carpenter continues to crush the baseball since moving to leadoff position. He's 4,500 bucks and he's facing Jeremy Hellickson. Lefty's hitting 322 off Hellboy. Matt Carpenter, not a bad looking play. A little farther down the list. People keep overlooking him. Nice looking play there. Cardinal Stack's been paying off for us lately. Keep him in mind. Will Myers versus the lefty Montgomery at 44. Got Matt Holiday at 44. Lomo at 44. He can hit lefties just fine. Plus, Amir Garrett, I have a feeling, won't be lasting too long. He'll get some Reds bullpen in there. Joey Votto versus Cobb at 44. I like um, the Reds. Stack wasn't as ideal as it should have been yesterday against Odorizzi. It paid off eventually, but not like it should have. Lefties hitting 369. Righties 336 off Cobb. Cobb just, I'm telling you, just hasn't done what he should be able to do so i like that quite a bit 
with Votto and company. Ryan Healy against Martez. If you don't think Martez has it, Healy's a good play at 44. And so is Yonder Alonso at 44, both of those guys. Because you might get some Astros bullpen, which has been pretty good, though. So that is kind of a scary predicament. If Martez is out early, you get Astros pen, which has been pretty good. Josh Bell versus Zach Davies at 44, like I mentioned with uh, Davies earlier. Lefties at 346. They hit him very well this year. In his career, actually, too. Jay Bruce, 44, versus McCarthy. If you want to fade there, because plus you'll get, as we know, he'll leave early, so you'll get a lot of Dodgers bullpen. Justin Bohr, 44, versus Gio. He's lefties okay. Zimmerman, 44, versus Volquez. Vila, 42. Matt Adams, 42, versus Matt Moore. Don't worry about that at all, because once Moore gets knocked out, you'll get Giants bullpen. Matt Adams, it's a good price tag. He went deep yesterday. Carlos Santana, 41, versus Tillman. He went deep yesterday. That's a solid play. Hopefully he's heating up, plus Tillman's a gas can. Mentioned Posey already. Trey Mancini at 4K is not bad. Kendris Morales at 4K is some nice value there. Miggy Cabrera, 4K versus Miranda. Miranda's pitching well, but he's been giving up some big-time big time home runs to uh, right-handed bats. So Miggy at 4K has some value to it. Jose Abreu at 39, not too shabby. Uh, Lucas Duda at 37 is not bad. Brandon Belt at 37, if you think they can get to Tehran, is not bad at all. It's got some upside to it. Marvin Gonzalez at 36 has upside. Adam Lind at 36, if he gets in the lineup, is not too shabby. Uh, Hanram at 35 versus Strom is a pretty good play. I like that quite a bit. Like I said, Hosmer's got career history in Sale. If you want to fade Sale, you go that route at 34. I'm not fading Sale, but if you want to, you're going to be that contrarian guy. Mike Napoli versus Liriano is not a bad play at all at 34. Napoli has good history versus lefties. Liriano's a mess, so I could definitely get behind Napoli at 34. It's a good night to use Mike Napoli. That's a good cheap first baseman with tremendous power upside. Um, a good night to use Mr. Tyler Moore. I mentioned him before, right-handed bat. If he's in that Marlins lineup, first base outfield eligible at 3,400 versus uh, Geo. If you're going to fade Geo or just want a couple cheap bats, and I'm not talking about stacking, but if you're just going to use a couple cheapies, 3,400 bucks against him is not bad at all. Uh, it should be just about it at first base because it just gets cheaper and usually not as good. Yeah, that's we'll just call it good there. Hicks is first base eligible if you need him down there at 27, but you shouldn't. Second base, Jose Ramirez, my man, it just continues to crush the baseball. Second base, third base, 4900 bucks. Play him if you can. Jose Altuve, 48. Brandon Drury, 47 and Coors. DJ LeMayu, 47 and Coors. Dozier, 46 versus Derek Holland. The lefty is a great play. Great, great play. Dozier versus Holland. Daniel Murphy versus Volquez at 46. Very solid. Castro, 45. Chris Taylor reverse split. Gesellman at 44 is a good-looking play. He went deep last night. Solarte's on fire. Went deep again last night. He's 4200 bucks. He's worth a look. He is hot right now. Odor, 42 versus Lariano. Robbie Cano, 42 versus Zimmerman is definitely in play. Brandon Phils versus Vat Moore at 42 is in play. Uh, Atlanta Stack is definitely in play tonight. There's no doubt about it. Josh Harrison, 4K versus Davies. D. Gordon, 4K versus Gonzalez. Not so much. Kipnis versus Tillman at 39 is definitely in play. Kip went deep last night. Definitely, definitely in play. Like, I play Kip at second, play Jose Ramirez over at third for your Indian stacks. Jed Lowry at 300 bucks has some nice power upside there against Martez. Price tag's dropping on Lowry. Don't sleep on him. The guy continues to hit the baseball. Jose Perella, 3700 bucks versus Montgomery. Right-handed stick there. 
Uh, Eric Sogard, the left-handed bat versus Cool at 37, has got some nice upside. Ian Kinsler versus the lefty Miranda at 37, some good upside. I love Paul DeJong, power upside versus Jeremy Hellickson, 3700 bucks. Just sucks they keep batting him so low in the order, but tremendous upside. No one plays him. You got Daniel Descalso if he gets to start in uh, Colorado at 3700 Whip Merrifield likely leading off against Sale at 36 if you want to go that route. Um, Chad Pender at 32 versus Martez if you need to go there. I wouldn't, but if you need to. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wilmer Flores versus McCarthy at 3, but I'd stay away there. I feel like I'm missing something, but that should be it. Yeah, if I see a value play, I tweet them out when the lineups come out. I just remember that. Third base, Jacob Lamb in Coors Field against a right-handed pitcher at 5600 bucks. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Nolan Arenado at 5500 versus Granke. Jake Lamb, folks. Wow. That's a that's his price tag at Chase Field. You wonder why we call it Coors Light. Jose Ramirez, 4900 bucks. Josh Donaldson at 48 versus Martinez is a good, good play. Chris Bryant, 47 versus Chassin. You mentioned Davidson. You got Nunez at 46 versus Tehran. Travis Shaw versus Cool. Not a bad play at all at 45. Shaw went deep yesterday. Good, good, good season so far. Justin Turner went deep. Hits righties extremely well. Crushes righties. Gaselman's a reverse split pitcher. 4,500 bucks. The Ginger is a great play today. Ryan Healy mentioned a good play at 44. Hernan Perez at 44. Eduardo Escobar, third base shortstop eligible at 4300 bucks. Good looking play versus Derek Holland. Miguel Sano has been slumping mightily. He's 4200 bucks in a great matchup versus Derek Holland. I can I love the play. He's slumping mightily, so I'm already set up for disappointment. It's a phenomenal spot for Sano. It's a phenomenal spot, but I'm set up for disappointment. Anthony Rendon went deep first yesterday. Was in a great spot. He left injured, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Chase Headley's having a good month of June. He's 4K against Bridwell. Uh, mentioned Russell. Jed Jericho, 4K versus Hellickson. Good good against righties. Jericho is. Adrian Beltre, 3,900 versus Lariano. Tremendous upside there. Uh, Beltre, you know, coming off the injury, slowly getting into things, but coming off a couple of decent games here in his last four. Hopefully, he had a good game last night, one for four with the double and three ribbies. Hopefully, it's a sign of things to come. Good matchup versus Liriano. After Beltre, we got uh, Mustakas for sale. Longo versus Garrett is a great play. Longo versus a lefty, always in play. He's 3700 bucks like that. A ton. Longo, really, really good look there. Eugenio um, <clears throat> Suarez, 3600 versus Cobb. Price tag finally came up, thank goodness. Seager, 36 versus Zimmerman is in play. Todd Frazier is all the way down to 3500 versus Santana. There's probably other guys I'd gamble on, but he's there. Uh, Trevor Plouffe, he's had a rough year, but he hits lefties really, really well. If he's in the lineup, he's 3500 bucks. I'd probably pay the 200 more for Longo in the middle of the order. But he's there if you need to save some money. But then again, I'd pay 3500 for Nick Castellanos versus Miranda. So these are the decisions you have to make. But Plouffe's there at 35. He hits lefties really, really well. But I'd go Castellanos or I'd pay up for... Longo, but I just want to mention Plouffe is there if you want to be really contrarian. Louis Valbueno, 3,300, first base, third base eligible. Pinetti's got the home run upside. He's also got 4K upside if you want to be really, really contrarian. Uh, Logan Forsyth, 3,100, second base, third base eligible versus Kesselman. 
He hits righties pretty well. And like I said, Gaselman reverse splits pitcher. Um, that should do it. Since Matt Chapman's day-to-day. Shortstop, Carlos Correa, 4,900 versus Gray is in play. Corey Seager, 4,900. Trey Turner, 4,700 bucks. Hits righties pretty darn well. Xander Bogarts, 46 for Strom. Bogarts is swinging a hot, hot bat. He's definitely in play. Chris Owens and Coors at 46. Didi Gregorius at 45. Francisco Lindor at 44 is a good-looking play. Lindor, definitely in play. I mentioned Escobar for the Twins already. Um, keep an eye on Gene Segura this week. He's supposed to be coming back so hopefully midweek. So not today, but hopefully pretty soon. Trevor Story and Coors at 43. Elvis Andrews versus Liriano at 42 is a really good-looking play. Texas versus Liriano might be chalky, but with Coors in play, might be lower owned than we think. And Liriano's, if he pitches great, I'll take that loss. Uh, Anderson Simmons at 41 is not too shabby. He's hitting the ball really well. Sogard at 37, mentioned him. Uh, Jordy Mercer, 36, been producing pretty well. Always low on. Brandon Crawford, a left-handed bat versus Tehran at 34. That's pretty much going to be it. Shortstop's pretty bleak as usual. There'll be some value as lineups come out, but your main guys, that's about it. Let's head to the outfield and wrap this boy up. Charlie Blackman, 56 in Coors. Outstanding. I don't care if it's cranky or not. Great play. Bryce Harper, 55, is in play. Went deep yesterday. Judge, 54. Yep. Cody Bellinger, 52. Yep. Mookie Betts, 5K. Uh huh. Peralta and Coors at 5,000. Yeah, I'll take that. George Springer went deep yesterday at 4900 bucks. He continues to just crush the baseball. Just outstanding stuff. Uh, Gregor Blanco, 4900 in Coors. It's pricey, but he's playing actually pretty well. He's in Coors. I can understand it. Thames at 47 is in play. Fowler at 47, I like quite a bit against Hellickson. He'll be very low owned compared to the names around him. Desmond, 47. Corey Dickerson, 46 versus Garrett. Don't worry about the lefty. And I said, you'll get a lot of bullpen. And Dickerson's hit lefty. He's just fine. Conforto, 46 versus McCarthy. If you're fading McCarthy, he's a really good play. Um, even though lefties and righties both struggled against McCarthy, he's still a good play. Uh, Adam Frazier versus Davies at 45 is a really solid play. Lefties have hit Davies extremely well. Frazier, really, really good good play there. Ben Gamble at 45, not bad at all. J.D. Martinez, like I said, right-handed bats have hit some big home runs against Miranda. 4500 bucks is outstanding. Great price tag compared to those other price tags we already mentioned above. Lots of value there. Uh, Bradley Zimmer, 4400 versus Tillman. Zimmer is heating up big time. Love that play. Uh, Jay Bruce, 44, went deep last night. Definitely in play. Mentioned Chris Taylor. Giancarlo Stanton versus the lefty Gio Gonzalez at 44. Big time in play. Um, I, I kind of want to say if you're going to play Gio, which I love. I love Gio. I think he's going to pitch great. I'd almost say like if you're going like to even a three max entry, have like a, a little bit of like Stanton and Ozuna action just because the upside with those two, you don't have to. I, I think Gio's going to pitch great, but I just love Stanton. He keeps mashing the baseball. Uh, he's just hitting it so well. But even if Gio gives up two or three runs, he's still going to pitch good enough to get you points. So I guess it's not the end of the world. It's just an idea. I'm not the guy that says you have to hedge everything. Trust me, you don't have to. Uh, Adam Jones, 43, is a decent play. Andrew McCutcheon is on fire in a good hitting environment. He's 4,300. He went deep yesterday. Keon Broxon heating up. He's 4,300 in play. Nelly Cruz, 43 versus Zimmerman, definitely in play. Good value here. You don't always have to go to the top. 
people like tell you all the time. There's great, great prices down here too. Tommy Pham at 43 is not bad. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, 43 versus Geo. You got Matty Kemp, 43 versus Matt Moore is a great, great value play because he can crush Matt Moore. My goodness. That could produce a lot. Steven Souza Jr. went deep again yesterday. 42 versus Garrett is outstanding price. Outstanding price tag. Wow. Steven Souza should be in some lineups. Matt Adams, like Tim at 42, like I told you. Brett Gardner, 41 versus Bridwell is really solid. Billy Hamilton, 41 versus Cobb. I love. Look, he was 33 yesterday versus Odorizzi. He's 41 versus Cobb. I guess they figured out the pricing was wrong. I know he didn't produce like we hoped he would, but he should never have been priced there. I'd play him all day at 33. I'll play him at 41. He's too good for those prices. Like, the upside's tremendous. Uh, Matt Joyce at 41. Eh, it's a little pricey, but not bad. Uh, Steve Pierce, I don't mind at 41. Just He produced yesterday. He just hits in a bad part of the order, but the upside's there. Well, gets the lefty a lot more than it is, but he's, he's playing really good right now. He's streaky. The Jays are scoring, especially in this environment they're in. I don't mind it at all. Hanniger at 41 is not bad. He was out yesterday, so make sure he's in the lineup. Althair at 41. Okay. Hunter Renfro at 4K against Montgomery's in play. Definitely in play. Chisholm Hall at 4K is outstanding. Great price tag on that one. Love Chisholm Hall at 4K. Uh, Justin Upton at 4,000. Really solid price tag there as well. Like that a lot. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. at 39. Not bad. Melky Cabrera at 39. Solid. Avisel Garcia at 39. Very solid. Jose Bautista at 39. Very solid. Carlos Gomez against Lariano at $3,900. Definitely in play. Uh, Lorenzo Cain at 38. If you want to kind of punt sale or even just a one-off. If you don't have a sale lineup, that's some upside. Colby Rasmus, no. Uh, Chris Herman at 38 is in play. Hunter Pence. Yeah. You want to fade Taylor, it's not bad. Seth Smith leading off against Tomlin at 37 is not bad at all. I don't mind that one bit. Scooter Jeanette, I mentioned I loved him yesterday. He's 3,700 against Cobb. Second base outfield, I love him again today. Great spot for him, batting second in that order. Love Scooter Jeanette at 3,700 bucks. Really solid looking play there. Uh, Adam Duvall at 37. Tremendous power upside for a really cheap price tag. Mentioned Belt at 37. Lots of upside here. Scott Shebler at 36 is that's too cheap. Have Shebler in your lineup. If you just want to one off, you went deep yesterday. He's one of the top home run hitters in all the National League and all of baseball. He is 19th home run yesterday. $3,600 is way too cheap. Ridiculously cheap. Howie Kendrick, $3,600. He crushes lefties. He's hitting righties extremely well. Matt uh, Leak is giving up hits left and right right now. Kendrick is hitting 324. He's back-to-back -back, uh, multi-hit games. They're both singles, but he's got multi-hit games. Thirty-six hundred bucks in uh, hitter-friendly ballpark in Philadelphia. There's tremendous upside there. Like that's too cheap for just the upside alone. Cargo against Granky at thirty-six and Coors. Darn Span, left-handed bat versus Tehran at thirty-six. There's upside there. He's just upside plays. Um, uh, Robbie Grossman can switch hit versus Holland at 34. Buxton, 34, gets on base, could steal. I'm not as big on Buxton, but the upside's always there with him. Eric Young Jr. and Cole Calhoun, both at 3,400 bucks. Pinetta. Derek Fisher went deeply yesterday. I tell you, I love this cage. 3,400 bucks. Just tremendous ball player. Gregory Polanco got a knock yesterday. He's 3,400 bucks versus Davies. Lefties versus Davies. Some good upside down here at 3,500 and below. Really good stuff down here. 
Uh, also 0 for 4 upside, but some, uh, just potential for some big stuff that can help you win some money. The guy, the kind of punts that can definitely win you some money down here. Um, as we keep going down, I wouldn't go Cordoba, but you can. Peter Borg just 2,800 bucks. Usually leads off versus lefties for the Rays against Amir Garrett. I love him. I used him the other day when they faced a lefty. Um, he got you where it was against Detroit. He went one for three with a triple, a run scored, and ten points. His last three starts, ten, five, and nine are his points. He's been very, very good. Um, so Borges leading off the twenty hundred like that quite a bit. If Mikey Matuk is in the lineup against Miranda, he's a right-handed bat. Uh, he does very good against left-handed pitching. I like him quite a bit at twenty nine hundred bucks. As a value play, he's a good look in that one. Uh, Jesse Winker, I told you he came up yesterday, got the call, was DHing. He went one for five with two ribbies for seven fantasy points. He's twenty eight hundred bucks. He is a upside value punt as well. Some nice upside potential down here in the below three K, but basically below thirty five hundred. Some really good value plays here, so I like it a lot. Even Heredia of Seattle. I know he's a right-handed bat, but righties hit Zimmerman extremely well. Heredia went deep yesterday. Uh, Double-digit fantasy points in two of his last three games. He's hitting almost 280 on the season. Turning in a nice little season. Uh, Michael Saunders, $2,500. I know he's been struggling, but he's facing leak. Home run upside. Uh, there's always that upside with Saunders, so keep him in mind as well. So some interesting punt plays down below. All around, interesting slate. Pitching recap, you got Sale by himself at 13-2 against Kansas City. Mid-range, Geo at 96, Pineda at 10-6, Tehran 79, that's 1-2-3. McCarthy 64, Martez 58, Montgomery 55, Cool 47. I rank it McCarthy, Montgomery, Martez, Cool. You're stacking uh, stack the Cubs versus Chassin. Lefty's hitting 348 like that quite a bit. Check the weather there. Obviously, Coors is in play. Yankees versus Bridwell coming out of the bullpen for the, the Angels is obviously in play. Love the Indians versus Tillman. Lefty's hitting 342. Righty's 334. That is outstanding. Uh, the Jays versus Nick Martinez. Lefty's hitting 387. Righty's 340. Jays are definitely in play. Um, I mentioned Coors already. Baltimore versus Tomlin. Righties are hitting 360. Reverse splits there, so keep Baltimore in mind. Machado's only 3900 bucks. Baltimore is relatively cheap. You can get a good Baltimore stack in there. They're uh, very inconsistent bats, but uh, you can roll the dice there. Tomlin's been okay this year, so but he's got that propensity to give up the long ball. Minnesota versus Derek Holland. Righties are hitting 360 versus Holland. Love Dozier. Dozier's an outstanding play in that game. And maybe Sano breaks out of the funk. Uh, the Brew Crew versus, versus Cool. Lefty's hitting 392 versus Cool, but righty's only 288. So keep that in mind. Dodgers versus Kasselman. Lefty's 289. Righty's 356. Reverse splits there. Mariners versus Zimmerman. Lefty's 341. Righty's 360. Just Seattle's a great stack tonight. Great stack for Zimmerman. Zimmerman actually pitched well his last time out, so blow up coming tonight. Love Seattle stack. Uh, Tampa Bay versus Garrett. Lefty's 339. Righty's 386. That's why don't be scared of C. Dick. Love Seattle tonight. I mean, Tampa Bay tonight. Pittsburgh versus Zach Davies, lefties 346, righties 315, definitely in play. Braves versus Matt Moore, lefties 354. That's why I said don't be scared of Matt Adams, righties 315. Uh, Astros are in play every night. A's, okay. Giants, lefties versus Tehran if you want. Nats, lefties versus Volkaz, 349. 
Reds versus Alex Cobb. I told you lefty's 369, righty's 336. Don't mind that at all. And then Tigers versus Red if you want to go there. But I really, really, really like the Reds tonight. Nats are always in play. Uh, Braves are a really, really good stack. Uh, Pirates are good. I really like Tampa Bay. Uh, Cardinals are sneaky good. Really like the Mariners stack. Brewers can be sneaky. Some Twins one-offs. Orioles can be sneaky. Rangers, Blue Jays, game stack stack could be good. Coors always in play. And then love the Indians. Love the Indians. So a lot to like tonight. A lot to like. Uh, check us out, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. Uh, Jesse will have your PGA DFS preview out today. As always, this week's the Travelers Championship. Uh, recording at Around the Bases Pod, episode 17 tonight with Boston Mo. If you have any questions, hit us up for that one. But more importantly, check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with your uh, MLB DFS questions. I will help you out with your lineups. If you have questions particular to your lineups or players, I will not be handing out just lineups. You can't just DM me asking for a lineup. I'm not here to just hand out my lineups to you. I will help you build your lineups, but I'm not going to hand you a lineup because you need a lineup. That's not what I'm here for. So um, if you do that, I will ignore you, or I will block you, or I just don't care. Because I will give you the information on the podcast, but I will not just give you a lineup. So, good luck tonight. Uh, you got a nice 15-game slate ahead of you. Uh, if you have any questions, again, hit me up. But if not, I'll catch you tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Kits, your Tuesday, June 20th edition. I'm out.